The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Is away from supernatural. Hallelujah. And that tells me that your own new thing package is getting closer and closer to you in the name of Jesus. You're going to finish this year well in Jesus' name. God will continue to increase you and take you forward in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Maybe I should continue or start again tonight by thanking you again for the wonderful appreciation service on Sunday. Amen. I'm still trying to recover. I'm sure it will take me a few more weeks. Praise the Lord. <laughs> but thank you for everything. Thank you for the appreciation and the honor. And above all, your very, very wonderful gifts. God will continue to bless and increase you as well in the name of Jesus. Amen. And like we prayed and prophesied over you on Sunday, the very things you have sown, you will reap your own harvest in turn in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. So we are preparing ourselves for supernatural. For this year-end season, God always reserves the best for last. His best works, his greatest works are never in the past. So you can relax. You are going to have better miracles going forward in the name of Jesus. You are going to have greater testimonies in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And uh, we started last week and the crux of what we are asking you or challenging you to do is to begin to think supernaturally. Think supernaturally. Talk supernaturally. Believe supernaturally. Major, major, major two. The, the, the title of my message is Engaging the Supernatural. Don't be a Christian that does not consciously engage the supernatural. Or you can say it this way, take advantage of the supernatural. Function in the supernatural. You, you need to bring yourself to a place where that is where you are living. Hallelujah. So our devotional theme this month is supernatural lifestyle. And as you go through all those daily teachings, there are many, many things you can learn on how to live supernaturally. Hallelujah. And we looked at scriptures like Luke 137. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. That is the realm you and I ought to be operating in. And I love what Dr. Emeka came to share with us on Sunday. And I'm, I'm telling you, in fact, I was still with him today, just discussing. He shared something amazing with me. He said he was praying and praying and praying. God, what am I going to share when I come to King's Word? And then God told him, when you get there, we'll put the word you're going to share in your mouth. And it wasn't until he got here that it was really clear about what he was going to teach. And like I said on Sunday, it's so amazing that he was just confirming or teaching what we had been talking about in church. Hallelujah. You need to bring yourself into that realm, that with God realm. Hallelujah. Because that's where you can begin to have the things you want. See, sometimes when people are in difficult situations, and this is just, for me, it's just people not understanding how Satan operates. That's when some of them even stop engaging the supernatural. Some people, because of the difficulties they are going through, that's why they are not praying or sowing, or worshipping God, or coming to church. 
But that's not the pattern of scriptures. When Jesus was in trouble, the biggest trouble of his life, Mark 14, the Garden of Gethsemane, he engaged the supernatural. Hallelujah. Look at that text, Mark 14, 36. Mark 14, 36. And he said, Jesus said, Father, all things are possible to you. He started thinking in that supernatural realm. In trouble. The Bible said he was praying and his sweat was like drops of blood because of the anxiety he was under, the pressure he was under. The more he thought about what he was about to go through, the more nervous and difficult it was for him. But while he was in that kind of mess or that kind of problem, he switched his thinking, his prayer to supernatural. Abba, Father. And from there, you can even get, instead of talking about the love, that, that word Abba talks about um, loving Father. Started thinking about the love God has for him. And then recognizing that God is his Father. We said last week, start your journey into the supernatural on the platform of grace. That's what Jesus is doing here. That's what I see Jesus doing there. God loves me. God is my father. I'm in trouble. Though. I'm about to go through the worst day of my life. I'm about to take upon myself the sins of the entire world. So what am I going to do? I'm going to do it supernaturally. He prayed the more. He didn't pray the less. Glory be to God. He factored on the love of the Father. He didn't forget that God was his Father. Glory be to God. Sometimes I've seen people as, as a pastor, when they are facing trouble, that's when some people will abandon everything you've taught them in church. Let me tell your neighbor, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. I mean, it's when you are faced with these kind of things that you should engage the more. Hallelujah. And like God showed up for Jesus, God will show up for you. Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. So take this copy away from me. You can deliver me out of this mess. Hallelujah. You can deal with this situation for me. Nevertheless, so not what I will, but thine be done. He puts that caveat there, consecrated himself. But he thought and he prayed and he spoke and he declared and he believed that with God all things are possible. That, that is the realm. And if you are not thinking like that yet, talking like that yet, behaving like that yet, acting like that yet, I want to encourage you to start. Particularly as you prepare to come for Supernatural 2018. Supernatural. So that's the name of the conference. Praise the Lord. What you should be expecting are supernatural operations of God. Manifestations of God. And whether you're in trouble or not in trouble is irrelevant. Glory be to God. Look at another supernatural thought. Matthew 19, 26. Jesus looked on them. Matthew 19, 26. All right, I don't think we have projection tonight, so God help you if you didn't come to church with your Bible. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. With men, this is impossible. They have just made a statement to them. Ah, it's hard for rich people to enter the kingdom of heaven. With men, it's impossible. But... With God. You see, these are the things that hinder people from crossing into this realm of the supernatural. They look at things that are difficult with men. 
And some people draw a line of finality that it can't happen for me. Oh, it's too difficult for me. And you need to be careful and use this kind of scriptures to renew your thinking. Glory be to God. With men, it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. All things are possible. So even when we are faced with seemingly difficult or impossible situations, naturally speaking, that is the time to engage the supernatural. Can I hear somebody shout with God, all things are possible? Including the possibilities I want to experience in my life. Come on, say that again. With God, even things that are impossible with men can happen for me. Glory be to God. So we don't have to be able to explain everything. You see, the things that are possible with men are things you can explain, things you can reason, things you can figure out. So we may not be able to explain it, we may not be able to figure it out, but we can still partake of it. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? And that's how you should be thinking. That's how you should be expecting. So, so vital. We've been talking about hope and expectation since the crossover vigil. It's so needed for such a time as this. I heard about it again on Sunday. It's so needed for such a time as this. Why? Without hope, faith can't work. And without faith, you can't engage the supernatural. Those are the two things I, I, I laid or talked about last Wednesday. It's you start on a platform of grace so you don't get yourself under pressure or under condemnation. Hallelujah. It's not a matter of what I have done or what I have not done. That, that's what grace is, unmerited favor, unearned favor. So, the pressure is not on me and it's not about me. It's about Jesus. Hallelujah. This is how you engage the supernatural, particularly in 2018. Particularly in 2018. And then when you are rested on that grace, that Abba Father realm, glory be to God, you now begin to exercise faith. Because it's faith that receives what grace brings. Mark 9.23. Just to buttress that and again put into this thought of all things are possible. Let me hear somebody shout again, all things are possible. Say it again, all things are possible. One more time tonight, convince yourself all things are possible. Hallelujah. That's the mentality you need. That's the kind of confession you need. That's the kind of vision you need to have in your mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All things are possible. Jesus said to them, if you can believe, this is where faith comes in. Now, this, this story is very interesting. And this buttresses what I was saying about starting on the platform of grace. This is where that man brought his son that had been possessed with a demon to Jesus. Many of us are familiar with that story. Jesus was on the Mount of Transfiguration then. The disciples tried to cast out the devil. They could not. Jesus came down with Peter and John. Eventually, the man was t- um, telling him Jesus should help them. Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. Glory be to God. So, pointing to the fact that we use faith, believing, to engage the supernatural. Very, very basic. 
So you work on your faith. You, you, you develop your faith. But please, watch this. If you read that story, the man said, Ah, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. So he was struggling with his faith. And this is why I want to ask you, did he get his miracle that day or not? He did. Jesus helped him. So sometimes you may even still be in that process of your faith. And this is where understanding the platform of grace is important. All the things I'm going to mention and I'm going to teach you about engaging the supernatural, you should never allow them to get you under pressure. See, I have to use faith to receive grace. So the obvious question now is, okay, how do I develop my faith? And when you start learning how to develop your faith, walking by faith, you may not get all, all everything right yet. But it doesn't mean you can't still engage. Glory be to God. Because you're already resting on, on hand favor. Amen. The plan is not that, hey, go and perfect your faith first. And then you come back to me. Or go and perfect your prayer life first. Or go and perfect any other thing you're going to learn about against prayer first. Then only then will I bless you. That's not how it works. When the Bible or when we teach about faith or any other thing we teach about to engage the supernatural, we are not saying that you must be perfect in those things first. No. We are just teaching that because that's how grace operates. Or these are the things that cooperate with grace. Hallelujah. So even when people, I mean, we, we, we talked about this a lot last week, and Dr. K talked about it during Grace Culture. People that did not express, the Bible didn't tell us they used any, anything called faith. But still, they, they experience grace. Or they experience supernatural. Glory be to God. Now, don't take that to the extreme where you say, oh, well, since it's now grace, I'm not going to pray. Or I'm not going to use my faith. That's all we are teaching you. Are you with me tonight? Glory be to God. Let me paint a little more picture of what supernatural is like. There's one phrase you see a lot in scripture when the supernatural is in operation. And, and I want us to use our faith for that. Build your faith with that. So you look at all these things. Are you hearing me? Okay. Praise God. Am I okay? Sound. Looks as if my voice was okay. You, you, you look at these things and you use them to just set yourself. Praise the Lord. So that you can engage appropriately. And you learn the things that make it work for you. And you keep working it until you get the manifestation of what you desire. Matthew 8. Let's look at this phenomenon of speed that we see all through scriptures. One of the things that happens when the supernatural is activated or engaged is that things happen speedily. Matthew 8, verse 13. The Bible tells us in, that, in, the, in, in Matthew chapter 8 about the Roman centurion that came to meet Jesus. That, hey, my servant is at home. Jesus said, I will go. The guy said, no, just send your word. So Jesus told him, go your way as you have believed. So let it be done to you. And this is what I want you to see. His servant was healed that same hour. Hallelujah. His servant was healed that same hour. When Jesus spoke and when the supernatural was activated, something began to happen and within one hour, glory be to God, there was a change in situation. Hallelujah. Please catch this, catch this. God can do a lot in one hour. 
Let me bring it home to where you are. Tonight, God can do a lot in your life. Oh. Amen. In one hour, God can do a lot. I mean, it wasn't just ordinary headache that servant had. He was at the point of death. For he to have taken his master to go all the way, travel to where Jesus was to ask for Jesus' help. But the moment, glory be to God, the moment somebody engaged the supernatural, within one hour, within a short period of time, things began to change. So when and if we are thinking supernaturally, we must learn to think on the platform of speed. Hallelujah. What am I saying? Expecting something to happen suddenly or immediately or now or speedily or in the next one hour. Now, naturally speaking, depending on what you are talking about, that may be a bit challenging. But again, we are challenging you, move out of the natural and come into the supernatural. When you start engaging the supernatural, things happen speedily. Glory be to God. Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Ghost came, the Bible said in verse 2, Acts 2 and 2, suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Things can happen within one hour. Glory be to God. Things can happen suddenly. Hallelujah. So this is the difference between the person that is thinking naturally and the person that is thinking supernaturally. The natural person is not expecting anything to happen in one hour. He is not confessing that something is going to happen in one hour. He is not looking for something to happen. So many times, like I said last week, people are just in the natural. They are not doing anything to engage the supernatural. And that supernatural realm is where God is. Glory be to God. And if you are going to encounter God, somebody shout out loud, I'm encountering God this season. Particularly for a change of situation, if you are going to encounter God, you've got to learn to think supernaturally. Elevate your thinking supernaturally. Glory be to God. And if you can be thinking it, start talking it. Start expecting it. Glory be to God. Start looking forward to it. And one way we can know if you are really thinking supernaturally is you're expecting something to happen suddenly. Expecting something to happen. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 3 again, the man at the beautiful gates. Took him by the right hand, Peter took him by the right hand, and lifted him up. And immediately, how did it happen? When did it happen? Immediately. Glory be to God. See, when the supernatural is activated, things happen speedily. Things happen immediately. Immediately his feet and ankle bones receive strength. Glory to God. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. I believe I read this text somewhat last week. Something that had been there for over 40 years. In one moment, glory be to God. How many people are expecting God to move in their situation in one moment? Amen. So you elevate your thinking to that realm. Glory be to God. Say with me, I elevate my thinking to that realm. I can't hear somebody tonight. Say with me. Say with me. I'm thinking speed. I'm thinking speed. Hallelujah. Let's look at another one. Matthew Matthew 8, verse 3. I just want to use this. Just paint a picture. Paint a picture. If you are engaging the supernatural, you must think in the dimension of speed. 
Let me hear somebody shout, something is about to happen in my life. A new thing is about to spring forth. Then Jesus put his hand and touched him, saying, the leper came to Jesus, if it's your will, heal me. Jesus said, I am willing, be cleansed. And what does the Bible say? Immediately the leprosy was cleansed. Hallelujah. Somebody shout supernatural. Immediately the leprosy was cleansed. Look at another one. My, um, 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Some of these scriptures are, are familiar, but please catch what I'm doing. Take these kind of scriptures and use them to train your mind. Stir up your expectation. Put them in your mouth. Put them on your mind. Meditate upon them. Because if you are not thinking in the realm of speed, you are not expecting supernatural. And that's what we want to deal with. We want you to expect the supernatural. Believe the supernatural. Position yourself for the supernatural. And above all, engage it. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians 6. We then as workers together with him also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, in an acceptable time I have had you, in the day of salvation I have helped you. We've talked about that. But watch what we're emphasizing tonight. Behold, now, hallelujah, now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. It's now I'm expecting my healing. Hallelujah. See, naturally speaking, hey, it may take five years for me to get the money. Hey, it may take ten. And there's nothing wrong with thinking that way if you are thinking only naturally. Hallelujah. If you are thinking only naturally. But when you are thinking supernaturally, how many people here are thinking supernaturally with me this season? You bring that your nine months or nine years into now. Hallelujah. Now, we are not asking you to be spooky. So you're a mother now, or you're a wife, you're believing God for the fruit of the womb. And you now hear this kind of message, hey, that means before I leave this service, I'm going to give that to my baby. No, that's not what we're saying. <laughs> I'm not asking you to lose your sense. Or lose common sense. But bless God, you can be in this kind of service, and you can believe that now the power to conceive is coming upon me. Hallelujah. And the next time me and my spouse meet, I'm going to conceive. You can believe it now. Glory be to God. You, you can, even when you are dealing with things that, ordinarily speaking, the time factor, glory be to God, has to be factored in, you can still believe now. Where the supernatural is activated, this is one future, there will be speed. Unusual speed. And you see these phrases there now immediately, suddenly. Glory be to God. One of my favorite scriptures, Amos chapter 9. Amos chapter 9. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, verse 13, when the plowman shall overtake the reaper, hallelujah, and the treader of grapes, him who sows seed. That is not natural. That's not the natural order. Please catch what the Spirit of God and the Word of God is trying to, to, to teach us here. When God, God that's put the natural in place, so what is natural order? The plowman will first come and plow the ground. Then the sower of seeds will come and sow the seed. Then the cultivator of the seeds that have been sown will cultivate the seeds. Then after that, the reaper will come. 
Then after they have ripped and put inside the guard, inside the band, then the treader of grapes will come. And all that may be depending on the kind of crop we are talking about, one year, ten years, whatever it is they are doing. But God spoke to them, I'm going to bring the supernatural upon you where your farming ministry or your farming business is concerned. And behold, the days are coming. The plowman will overtake the reaper. Hallelujah. In other words, why the people that are supposed to be reaping are still reaping, the people that are supposed to plant next year, they will have started plowing. You re- it gets clearer a lot in the message, but let's read the King James first. The treader of grapes will overtake him that sows seeds. The mountains shall drip with sweet wine, and all the hills shall flow into it. This is how it's written in the message. It's much clearer. Yes, indeed, it won't be long. Help me tap anybody beside you and say, speed is coming, speed is coming. Because where the supernatural is activated and engaged, things happen speedily. It won't be long, God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast, your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of another. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once. Everywhere you look, there will be blessings. Blessings like wine pouring off the mountains of the hills. Hallelujah. So listen to me. We were talking about you preparing for supernatural. If you are going to experience a supernatural encounter, and you will in Jesus' name, one thing you should be programmed for is for things to happen speedily. In your marriage, in your career, concerning your finances, concerning your healing. Glory be to God. And what you and I are to do are to take scriptures like this and use them to renew our mind. And use them to build faith. Faith comes by hearing. Hallelujah. Faith comes by hearing. <laughs> Praise God. Are you getting what I'm saying tonight? Leave those hands where you are. Open your mouth and just begin to bless God for speed. I, I, listen, I have an acronym for this thing. I call it SINS. S-I-N-S. So I say God is a God of sins. I'm not saying God is a sinner. But it's a God is a God of suddenlies, immediatelys, nouns, and speedilies in my life. Hallelujah. See, this is how you prepare for supernatural. If supernatural is there, there will be speed. Something will happen suddenly, glory be to God. Something will happen immediately, hallelujah. Something will happen now. Something will happen speedily. And that's where your expectation is to be. Come on, leave those things and begin to bless God. That things are happening suddenly. Things are happening immediately. Things are happening speedily. And things are happening now in my life. Things are happening suddenly. Things are happening immediately. Things are happening now. Now is the time of favor. Oh, God arises and has mercy on me. On Zion now. Things are happening speedily. Kenamo shataya. Hey, Things are happening speedily. Come on, pray, pray. Take scriptures like this. Put them before your eyes. Put them in your mouth. Use them to lift your expectation. Things are happening suddenly. Things are happening immediately. Things are happening now. Things are happening speedily. Hallelujah. 
Gato. In one moment, God can turn around a 40-year-old problem. God can take away a 90-year-old situation of barrenness. In one moment, in one moment, that is the supernatural. And that's my expectation. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm talking. That's what I'm believing. That's what I'm expecting. That's what I'm engaging with. Speed. Hallelujah. Speed. Speed. Oh, there may have been delayed yesterday. There may have been delayed last month. There may have been delayed all this year. But now I'm consciously engaging the supernatural. And one of the main features of the supernatural is speed. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So examine yourself. We, we take these things to help people examine. Am I, am I really engaging the supernatural? And this is one of the ways you know whether you're engaging the supernatural. If you are not operating in S-I-N-S or thinking it, talking it, believing it, most likely you're not you're not engaging the supernatural. At least you're not thinking on the frequency of the supernatural. But bless God, you can start thinking that way. Can I hear a loud amen? Bless God, you can build up yourself on your most holy faith to start thinking that way. Just take all these scriptures we share tonight and other ones, if you have more time, and just put them down and start speaking them, start meditating on them. Hallelujah. And when your heart catches on to it like we had on Sunday... Glory be to God. The God we serve can take a long-standing problem and just turn again the captivity. And that happens supernaturally. That, that, it happens supernaturally. Hallelujah. Come on, leave those hands and bless God one more time. Bless him, bless him, bless him. Glory, glory, glory be to God. I want to give you one or two more keys to engage in the supernatural apart from that. By the way, that was just to paint a picture of, of, of supernatural. That, that's what I want to do all this series. I, I, will, I will paint the picture. If you don't have that picture, that image, really that means your hope is not in place. The blueprint is not there. There's really nothing for your faith to work on. So that's the, there are two parts of these teachings I'm doing. If you followed what we did last week, I'm doing it again today. Number one is to paint that hope. Take scriptures that talk supernatural with God. Nothing shall be impossible. Is there anything too hard for God? And you meditate on them. You confess them. And you put yourself in, in that situation. I learned that from Gloria Copeland several years ago. When, when you read about Sarah... And you read that story about Sarah. You remove Sarah there and you put yourself inside. I am the 90-year-old, okay, maybe you're not 90, 45-year-old man that by this time tomorrow, God is doing my own. That's meditation. So you use them to paint picture for yourself. Tonight what we are saying is expect speed. Because if the supernatural shows up, there will be speed. There will be speed. What used to take you 10 years, you will get it in one year. Can I hear a loud amen? What was a problem for 30 years? Fume. You just come out of it. There's always speed when the supernatural power of God is. So, you expect it. Particularly if you are coming for a conference called Supernatural. That's so simple. It takes a devil to misunderstand it. So, that's one part. The second thing is to now know what to do. 
or the tools, the supernatural tools that God has given us to engage this thing, this supernatural phenomenon. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty in God or through God to pull in down strongholds. Many minds are caged, trapped, contained in the natural. So when they can't figure out how the money will come or who is going to give them the money, they lose hope. Now, if you are in that kind of situation, you need to know the supernatural tools to pull down such strongholds. Praise the Lord. So that you won't be contained in the natural. Hey, you are in Lagos or not Switzerland. I mean, if you are in Switzerland, maybe it's okay to be natural. Most likely, your government is giving very good healthcare services and education. In Lagos, no. Do I need to teach that one? So, in Lagos, you must know how to engage this thing. Paint the picture, then start using the tools. The first one is grace. You must be, a, you must, your grace must be, you know, not that because you didn't pray yesterday, you're not feeling bad. Hey, you don't understand grace yet. That is not say you should not pray. Or you are not praying. You don't understand both of them. Whether you're on this side or that side. Number two is faith. Build your faith. It is of grace. Therefore, it's of, um, it's of faith so that it may be by grace. Romans 4, 16. Faith that receives. So you build your faith. Let, let me give you a third one here. And if I have more time, I will talk about the fourth one. The, the things that make supernatural, supernatural just kicks in. Kicks in. And that's where we can experience that all things are possible. That, that, that's the realm. It's not the natural realm. You don't use the natural to experience that realm. You have to engage the supernatural. And thank God we can see it. I mean, Acts chapter 2 and 3 again, very quickly. In fact, that's where I want to... I mean, Acts chapter 3 and 4. That's where, that's where I want to use. That encounter with that man at the beautiful gate... What that man experienced was the supernatural. That, that's it. That's what we are talking about. And I prophesy over somebody under the sound of my voice and somebody in this church during supernatural 2018 and this year end season, such will be your encounter with God in the name of Jesus. I mean, we need that condemned to a life of begging and paralysis. And in one moment, in one immediately, Jesus changed everything. And the man was not even praying and fasting. So that guy got his miracle purely on the platform of grace. Purely. There was nothing. The Bible didn't tell us he did anything. That's where you start your journey from. Before one devil started telling you, ah, you didn't come for midweek service. That's why you're not going to get blessed. When those kind of thoughts come, you say it's a lie of the devil. And you take them to Acts chapter 3. Praise the Lord. And Mark chapter 9 that I read earlier. Jesus told if you can believe. This thing works by faith. Man said, Lord, I believe. Oh, if I, I won't be here if I didn't believe. But also, my, my faith is shaken. Help my own belief. He took his child home, healed of that devil. Somebody is leaving this service and this supernatural and this year season, you are going home with your miracle in the name of Jesus. And all we just need to do is to learn from these stories. What are the things they said? The Bible is a book of instructions. I said this the other time. When you look at the word, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. 
There are four major components. Paul told Timothy, there is doctrine. I'm not really teaching doctrine tonight. There is reproof. I'm not teaching reproof. There is correction. I'm teaching the fourth point, instructions in righteousness. There are things that, I mean, you take a manual. Press this button, the, the television will come on. Put this plug inside the socket, power will flow through. Press this button, volume will go up. Instructions. That, the Bible is like that. And if you read those instructions and you find those things to do, many times we call them steps. And you can start taking them from where you are. Standing on grace, so, so this is not a matter of, ah, if you don't do it, God will kill you. Mm. But I'm resting on grace, but I'm still doing these other ones. Boom. You will contact something in the realm of the Spirit. And suddenly your story will just change. Can I hear a loud amen? So we talked about grace. We talked about faith. Let me show you a third powerful key here. And this one, I think many Christians don't use it. Peter used it. And particularly people that have been going through long-standing issues. Mountains that have been before you for a long time. Problems that you seem to be struggling with. That you've not been able to overcome. There's a particular key that enables the supernatural or the power of God to flow, or the grace of God to be in operation, this key does it. And if you can learn to use it, if your, your eyes are open to it, you can just start using it in your life. Peter used it when that man got healed. The man didn't use it. But Peter used it. So we can know or infer from that, this thing activates the power of God. This thing sets the supernatural in motion. This thing makes the grace of God to flow. Hallelujah. I picked about five or six things from Acts chapter 3 and Acts chapter 4. I won't be able to share all of them, but I'll go as far as I can. So watch this key very well. Acts chapter 4 verse 13. So after the miracle had been done, the elders and the elders God called Peter and John. How did people do this miracle? Then when they told them, hey, it was by faith in the name of Jesus. It was the name. And faith in the name. So that we talked about that yesterday. We believe in the name of Jesus. Peter looked at the man. Silver and gold I do not have. Such as I have. Give I thee. Picked him by the hand. Pulled him up in the name of Jesus. We believe in the name. So they told them, don't preach in the name of Jesus anymore. Don't mention the name of Jesus anymore. So that tells us the name or faith in the name. Talk about it's a powerful key. Let, let, let's build our faith in that. But when they said that, look at verse 13. This is the key. And I want to encourage you, if you are not using this thing, start using it from where you are. The very simple key. Acts 4.13. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, that's the key. The boldness. One reason why many Christians don't engage the supernatural or enter the supernatural or experience the supernatural is there's no boldness. When they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, the boldness didn't come because they had a first class degree or they had money in their bank account. But bless God, they were bold. They marveled. And they realized that they had been with Jesus. That's how the boldness came. Spending time with Jesus. Glory be to God. Look at verse 29. So after Peter and John told them, hey, look, Peter told them, if it, is, if it makes sense to you, 
to obey God, I mean to obey men rather than obey God, your business. But we, we can't stop from telling people of what we have seen and what we have had. We are going to continue preaching this name. So they told them, go, and they, don't, don't mention name ago. Again, watch what the apostles did, verse 29. Just to show you that they recognize that this is a vital element, a vital key, a vital step to engaging the supernatural. Acts 4.29 Now, Lord, look at their threats and grant your servants one million dollars each. Grant your servants grace. Eh? Grant your servant power. No. It's amazing of all the things they could have asked for. After that incident. You see, what, what this priest says showing me that Peter and John and all the other apostles, they recognized what the devil was targeting in that moment. They said, don't preach the name anymore. They recognized what the devil was, answer, was after. And really what the scripture is showing us here is one important element that can cripple you from expressing the supernatural. Grant that with all, not some, not few, not little, not half, all boldness, we may speak the word. So it's not even enough just for us to speak the word. Let's mm. catch what, I mean, when God showed me this, I was, I was amazed. Some people are speaking the word, but nothing is happening because they are not speaking the word with boldness. By this time tomorrow, you'll be healed. But by this time tomorrow. Many times when you see us pastors preaching the way we are preaching, particularly in the face where we preach it and it didn't look as if anything happened, we are preaching it again. That's what we are using. That's what we are using. Boldness. And you need it when crippled feet are staring you in the face. 40 year old crippled feet. That's when you need to be bold the most. That's when you need to speak it again. Where that mountain has not moved, where that money has not come, you speak it again. And the power of God will flow. Grant that with all boldness we may speak your Don't just grant that we speak your word. Let us speak your word with boldness by stretching out your hands to heal. See, the more manifestation. Let, let me tell you one way you can build confidence. Think back about what God has done. Ah, God, how you helped me five years ago. How you helped me three months ago. It can feed your boldness. So they say, God, do signs and wonders. The more miracles we see, the more testimonies we have, the more inspired we are to be bold. The reverse is also true. The more negative reports we hear, the more crippled feet we keep staring about upon, the lesser. So they grant that signs and wonders may be done. Through the name of your holy servant, Jesus, praise the Lord. Look at verse 31 very closely. And when they had prayed. So after they did that, they prayed. Glory be to God. So that's another key to getting boldness. If you know you are that person that can't speak the word boldly. You can't even get up and say, I'm finishing 2018 well boldly. You can say, I'm finishing well, but it's not bold. When you say it and you go out one day and you have a rough day, you, you are not saying it again. If you know you have a challenge, but number one, spend more time with Jesus. Have your neighbor and say, spend time with Jesus. That's the Bible told us how they, how they got it. They saw how these people don't have any education now. These people don't have any money. 
How come they are talking with such authority? Ah, they have spent time with Jesus. That's the key. Number two, pray for it. If you know, like they knew, because they were threatened, <laughs> go to Aso Rock, and they are having CC, the, the national leaders, call you Buadi and all the state governors. I tell you, you must not do this thing again. You will know whether you, are, you need boldness or not. Okay, the Aso Rock is even too far. Lagos State High Commission here. Police station. <laughs> Let them take police station. They say, if you do this in the game, we're going to come and arrest you. That's what, and that's what Satan is targeting. Particularly if you know this one goes to King's Word, they take them to confess. So we can't stop him from confessing. But let's stop him from confessing boldly. So they prayed, watch it. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaking. Watch, 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 watch what happened. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And what happened? Look at what the anointing that came upon them produced for them. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. They got specifically what they asked for. God anointed them or infused them or inspired them to be bold. Boldness is the key, my brother, my sister. To engage the supernatural. Praise the Lord. Boldness is the key. The righteous as what? That's even that phrase that they used to describe Jesus. He is the lion of the tribe of Judah. What, what are they really talking about? He's, he's bold. Yes. One roar of a lion. <laughs> Praise God. All the other animals in the world, they begin to shake. God told me to ask you where. Is your boldness, your confidence in the word of God that you speak, in the prayer that you pray, in the seeds that you sow, in the stewardship that you give. Watch it. Because when Satan cannot hinder you from doing those things, praying, speaking the word, serving God, coming to church. I mean, there are some people that's, that's where it gets them. <laughs> they don't do but. There are some of us. Honestly, our problem is with boldness. And that miracle, that supernatural encounter that man had, if Peter and John were not bold, <laughs> it would never have happened. Based on what is written in these scriptures. And from there, I can tell you, my brother, my sister, sometimes the supernatural you are reaching is because there's no boldness. Glory be to God. Engaging the supernatural. Rise on your feet. We're going to do what they did tonight. I don't know whether this message resonates with your heart like it resonated with mine when God told me. So God told me, next time you say, by this time tomorrow, say it well. Next time you say, in the name of... Don't look... The preceding message was brought to you by King's Word Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at King's Word Auditorium, Etel Avenue behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-006-40.